Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Premium Learning Channel. In this video, we're going to look at the BatchFX recursive workflow. In other applications, you might refer to this as nesting composites. But in Flame Premium, it is considered much more powerful than just nesting composites. In fact, this opens up the entire editorial structure within Batch and BatchFX. So you can use an edited sequence as a source clip in a composite and still have full editorial capabilities as well as VFX capabilities on individual segments. For example, you composite a screen into a phone and it will consist of a couple different editorial segments. These segments will require further VFX work and we can do it within each segment's BatchFX level. This example will illustrate just that and hopefully make the workflow much clearer. For artists who have used previous versions of Flame Premium, the workflow has changed somewhat but you should recognise some of the functionality. So to start off the example, I have an actor holding a phone and I have already used Action to track the perspective grid onto the screen. To learn more about planar tracking and the perspective grid, please watch the series on tracking updates for Flame Premium 2015 Extension 2. I have already added my sequence clip into the composite as the screen replacement for the shot. Scrubbing through the sequence, you can see that it is two still frames edited together. We need to create animated elements in each still, add a push wipe and finally match the timings to the hands. You could potentially do this with loads of comp nodes, messing with timings and eventually you'll get there. However, the BFX recursive workflow is a much more elegant solution. Ensure you're in Batch and select the Action node. Firstly, there are some handy views in the pull-down menu for the player. This will help you when using the recursive BFX workflow. Current node always displays the last selected VFX node in the player. You'll see how this is a major time saver by not having to set a context every time for the player. Current clip node always displays the last selected source node in the player even if you select any VFX nodes. These operations will be very useful to monitor the context of your work at the main batch level as well as the subsequent BFX levels. Now let's start looking at the workflow. Firstly, you do not need to open a clip as a sequence to use recursive batch effects. To access the timeline view for any source in batch or BFX, triple click on the source clip. This switches the batch area to the timeline area and the batch source clip is what you see represented as a timeline. The top of the player has an extra tab that can be toggled between the current node and the current clip node. By setting the tab to current node, you'll see the last selected node which is action in this case and it can be pinned to the player so the view won't change. By the way, manually setting any contextual views will also appear in this tab. So by scrubbing the sequence, you're able to see the edited segments in the context of the main composite. To add the animated elements to each segment, we'll add a batch effects to the segments and drill down into each clip. Select the first segment in the sequence and call up the effects ribbon. Click Create Batch Effects. Instantly, you are transported one level below the main batch into BatchFX. There are a few telltale signs pointing this out. Firstly, you have the BFX output node and that is named after the segment from the sequence above. 
Renaming this node will change the name of this BFX level. Secondly, the BFX tab at the bottom of the screen and the exit button will signify the BFX level. This will increment the DPU GO. And the final indication is in the media panel. When you enter into a BFX level, a BFX tab will appear which will display the hierarchy of the current recursive BFX. This will allow you to keep context of all the BFX levels above the one you're in and you can also use this as a navigational tool. You'll see this working very shortly. It's also very handy to point out that when you are working within multiple levels of BFX, you can also use the colour coding to identify the various BFX levels in the media panel. And as added functionality, you can drag elements from the reels, libraries or even other BFX levels into your current BatchFX level. In order to save time, I have already prepped some setups for the animated elements. I'll drag it up and add it to the flow graph. Looking at the result with F4, you can see the elements are animated as I scrub the time bar. Now click on the viewing pull down menu. Here you will see current node and current clip node. These options are for the current BFX level. You can use them as you see fit. However, there is another contextual option in the viewing menu. These options refer to the current nodes and contextual views set in the main batch level. So I'll select the current node and you can see how the elements would work in context of the whole shot, even though I'm in another BFX level and in another action node. To wrap this up, I also want the background to be animated. Now I can do this in the same BFX level. But for the purposes of this video, I'll use another BFX level because you can have as many levels as you want. I'll triple click on the source clip to go to the timeline area in this BFX level. Again, I'll select the segment and add a batch effects. Now look at the media panel. This shows us how many BFX levels we are in this hierarchy. This can also be colour coded to see a distinct difference. Now here's a tip. The length of the BFX is the length of the segment in the sequence. You can extend the duration of the BFX to give you more time for the animation, especially if the segment needs handles for a transition. So to speed things up, I'll add this pre-made 2D transform node that will animate the background. And as before, you can still choose the current node from the contextual sub-menu to see the main batch result. To back up a level, you can either click the exit button to the left or you can click the X in the media panel to move up a level. So coming back to the sequence, this completes the first shot. Now let's move over to the second segment and add a batch effects. I'll add another action with animated elements and we can take a look at the result. Now let's exit this BFX level back to the main timeline in batch. So each segment has its own level of recursive BFX within an editorial structure. And this is within a source clip within batch. So this is pretty powerful because we can still perform editorial operations to the edited source clip. For example, I'll scrub to a point in the edit where the actor's hand hits the button. The reaction time of the UI is out by a few frames. So I want to slip all the animated elements. 
switch to slip mode with ALT S. Unpin the viewer if needed and switch to the source viewer. I'll slip the BFX segment until the animation lines up with this frame. To double check this, press 0 to switch back to the current node view. So as I scrub the positioner, the animated elements should now match his finger movement. Now I want to push one segment over the other and time it to the actor's hands. So using all the same editorial hotkeys that you are used to with regular editing, move the positioner over the transition. Click the transition button and add an action transition to the cut. Click the action pull down menu and choose transition. I will swap the inputs as I want the outgoing segment to move off and reveal the incoming segment in the edit. I'll also change the transition so that it starts from the cut. Switch back to the axis menu bar. Ensure AUTO key is on. Go to the first frame of the transition and CONTROL click on the Y position channel to add a keyframe at the default position. Now go to the last frame of the transition. I'll drag the Y position until the image is off screen. Scrubbing the positioner, you can see how we've added batch effects to each segment, slipped one of them and added a push transition. Switch to the batch area. So everything we have done has been within this source clip. The BFX lowercase indication tells you that this source node has a batch effects or multiple BFXs within its sequence. If you had a source clip with no edits and you applied a batch effects to it, the BFX uppercase symbol means that it is atomically a batch effects clip and not an edited sequence. With this type of clip, you can double click on it and in the basics menu you can edit the BFX. This type of clip is actually no different to any other clips when you right click and create a BFX clip through the contextual menu. As an improvement on the previous versions of Flame Premium, BFX clips created recursively or through the contextual menu do not need to be exploded and recollapsed in order to edit them. In summary, the recursive BFX workflow can work on a single segment of a sequence used as a source or a source clip brought into batch. The BFX recursive workflow is available in batch as well as batch effects in the sequence. So there is no locked workflow or limitation to the depth of BFX levels you can use. And remember to use the media panel to keep track of the BFX levels. Let's look at the final result of our composite. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Premium Learning Channel for future videos.